Bum ba dum bum bum bum. Happy birthday to you. Bum ba dum. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, I'm busy washing my hands at the moment at the start of this uh, third Harmony UK podcast rewind. Uh, this is John Beasley. I spend a lot of my time doing this whenever I go past the sink uh, to keep both the virus and boredom at bay. Uh, anyway, hope you are surviving and thriving in these strange circumstances we find ourselves in. Uh, to be honest, I've been listening to a lot of Beatles songs over the past week, and they have very slightly uh, influenced the rather dreadful jingle that we're uh, starting with every week. Um, as always, want to keep a sort of public service element in there. So uh, with apologies to John Paul, George and Ringo, I have updated the words. Just a bit. I don't wanna hold your hand unless we're both wearing gloves. Yes, it's got hit written all over it. Uh, but do me a favour, if you do hit me. Uh, give me a chance to duck first. Now, to another way of dispelling boredom. It's what this Harmony UK Rewind podcast is all about. Let's travel back in time and remember some of the barbershop moments that we've enjoyed together over the years. And if you were at Babs Harmony College back in 2016, then you will recall seeing, I'm sure, and meeting this amazing quartet. <laughs> Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Meet the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heartstrings that play soft and low And all the night Night's magic seems to whisper and hush And all the soft moonlight seems to The American Quartet round midnight with their CD rendition of Van Morrison's Moon Dance. Round Midnight were special guests at this year's event and they'd clearly been doing a lot of thinking about what was needed to create a quartet that would stand the test of time. Hi, my name is Jeff Klumboski. I sing bass. My name is Larry Bomback. I sing tenor. My name is TJ Carollo. I sing baritone. Well, gentlemen, thanks very much indeed for, for joining us. Tell me, how long has Round Midnight itself been going as a quartet now? So this configuration of Round Midnight has been together for almost 12 years, although the other three gentlemen in it, uh, Jeff, TJ, and Wayne, our lead singer, um, have known each other for more than that. Much longer. Much much longer than 12 years, probably closer to 20 at this point. And, and what was it then that decided you that quartetting was for the four of you? Well, Jeff and Wayne and I all met in college, and we had a professor named Dave Johnson, and he put us on to barbershop quartetting. So we all sang in different collegiate quartets, and we sang in concert choirs together in college, and that kind of hooked us on barbershop singing. And... What is the secret then? What is the secret of longevity for a quartet? How do you, you get one to stay together? Um, I think it, that it's mostly becoming good friends and appreciating each other for our best and worst qualities all in one stroke. And it's, it's much like a relationship. You take the good with the bad and you, 
celebrate your victories and you celebrate your losses together, however it may turn. But you, you really broke it down, didn't you? When people are forming quartets, you, you were suggesting there are five very distinctive things they ought to think about. Sure. So we, we were giving a session today earlier at, at, at the Harmony College, and the, the five factors that we talked about in terms of developing a quartet identity are as follows. The first is having a persona for the quartet itself, something that you can sum up in maybe two or three words that um, you could immediately tell somebody about your quartet, and if they heard you perform or saw you perform, they'd be able to kind of parrot that back. Then, after that, you want to look at the individual um, members of each quartet. What are the individual characters that exist in each quartet? I am not Jeff. Jeff is not me. I am not TJ. TJ is not me. We are all very different, have totally different backgrounds, lifestyles, and we want to be able to bring those individual personas to the presentation of a performance, even as we are in a single unit of a, of a quartet persona. Then the other uh, areas you want to look at is how can you differentiate yourself from a vocal standpoint? What are the vocal stylings that make your sound unique? Are you a particularly bright quartet? Are you a particularly dark quartet with a lot of depth? Do you have a rich tone? Where is the resonance happening, and how is that resonance unique to your sound? Visual stylings is another component of the quartet identity. What makes you look and appear different than other quartets? That can be the way you move on stage. It can be what you're wearing. So those are four of the factors. And the fifth factor is song selection. song selection. Absolutely. Probably the most important part of the quartet identity is what you're singing. You know, a really good case in point, Round Midnight, when we started as a, as a quartet, had, had a really hard time sort of meshing these four very different personalities with the songs that we were singing on stage. We basically just grabbed arrangements that we had available to us and sung them and said, okay, well, we sing them kind of well. But they didn't really project our individual personas nor the quartet's persona to the audience and that was reflected in the scores and the, and the feedback from the audience itself really good case in point is our first quartet contest we wore these very bright purple tuxedos and we sang i've been working on the railroad now we never wear tuxedos in our real life we've never worked on a railroad before <laughs> and this was this was not a particularly easy song for us to sing and nobody who does work on a railroad actually works on a railroad with the tuxedo on so this was a particularly challenging tune for us. And while we sang it well, I don't think anybody would say we didn't sing it in tune or the chords were in ringing or locking. There was something inauthentic, something not particularly genuine about the performance. So sing things that you genuinely believe in and, and, and look like you believe in them too, I guess. Absolutely. You'll look like you believe in them if you actually do believe in them. Don't you have to be pretty confident, though, to start um, uh, exhibiting your own personalities? I'm, I'm thinking of new quartets getting together, particularly those who've been in choruses, where the, the chorus director has drilled into them the fact that you shouldn't stand out as an individual. You've got to blend your voice. You've got to sound like everybody else. You've got to sound like a unit. Singing in a chorus and singing in a quartet are two different animals. Uh, when you're within an ensemble and you're in a section of people who are singing the same part as you, yes... You have to do everything that you can to blend with the people in your section. But the best part about singing in a quartet is that there's no one in your section to blend. You are the person who has to carry your own part. So confidence is definitely one of the utmost things that you want to carry as a quartet singer. So if I were to ask the three of you then, what, what, what are the personal qualities that you bring to quartetting? I mean, what would you say in a nutshell? Well, Larry has described me as the elder statesman. I'm the oldest guy in the quartet. So I bring maturity and life experience to the quartet that the other guys don't as much as I do. Larry. Uh, I like to think of myself as sort of the preppy guy in the quartet, the one who is a little bit anxious and neurotic, but also hyper-intelligent and always thinking, you know, 20 steps ahead. And Jeff? 
Um, I am kind of like a curveball in the quartet. I have no fear and I ready to bring an element to the quartet of surprise and engagement and you know I'm, I'm the secret weapon. One of the things that the, the, <laughs> the secret weapon, that's right. I've just taken a slight step away, actually, from the secret weapon here. Um, one of the things that, that, that I do notice, I mean, we, we all know this in Barbershop, that a lot of quartets come together, they go into competition, they win a gold medal, and they quickly break up. Given what you've said about the longevity of quartets and the, the effort that you have to put into thinking out your, the personality of your quartet and the songs you sing, do we sometimes put a little bit too much emphasis on competition, do you think? I agree 110%. I, I absolutely think this is a problem for barbershop in general, is too much of a focus on competition and not enough focus on community. Barbershop harmony in general is a very inside baseball type of art form. It's oftentimes sung for fellow barbershoppers first and foremost. Most of the time when people experience barbershop, it's through a competition or through a contest. And for someone who's never experienced barbershop before, going to a contest or a competition can be quite overwhelming uh, as a first-time experience. I do think that all barbershoppers could benefit from taking a step back from competition once in a while and really thinking about how they can more greatly impact their local community rather than just a competition. And finally, Round Midnight yourselves have been together for 12 years. I presume that this is still a long-term venture. How are you evolving? Well, it depends on our life experience. We've been together for 12 years, and we've gone through adventures individually and as a quartet, and that helps evolve with your persona as well. So the things that you're going through in your life come through on stage, hopefully. But the most important thing is that the four of us are still really, really good friends. And we hang out outside of the quartet and we communicate not about just barbershop. And that's not the only thing that we want to do. So we enjoy each other's company. Well, at that point, round midnight's lead, Wayne Grimmer, arrived. And with the full quartet together, what better than an impromptu song? Goosebumps just hearing those chords. Round Midnight singing Believe It or Not, especially for the podcast in the car park behind the atrium at Nottingham University's Jubilee Campus during that Babs Harmony College. And being privileged to see them perform that song was for me one of life's truly amazing moments.
And those remarkable moments with fellow singers are still happening despite the lockdown. Just some of the things that I've spotted on social media this week. Major bragging rights being offered by the Quartet of Nations for Region 31 chorus teams who are able to join them online for a quiz in mid-May. More Harmony, a labs chorus down in Devon, have tweeted that they have almost completed a chorus video, which I hope that they will also share with us on social media once it's finished. Fantastic job this week from Bolton's Cotton Town Chorus, who not only produced a virtual chorus video for BBC Television's Big Night In in the Northwest region, but off the back of it, they've managed to raise, well, the last time I looked, more than... £1,300 for groups supporting vulnerable people during the current crisis. Uh, Quite a few Hawaiian shirts featuring in their performance of the Beach Boys classic song God Only Knows. And as for those virtual sun-drenched coastal backdrops used by a lot of the singers, well, let's say I don't think that it was Lithams and Dans that they were showing. Uh, If you haven't seen the video yet, then hasten ye please to the Harmony UK podcast page on Facebook where I will add the link. And then, what about labs? A lot of their ladies raided the glam rock corner of the wardrobe for a brand new type of get-together on Zoom last Sunday. Helen Lappert from the champion chorus Amersham a cappella was sporting her Freddie Mercury outfit as she hosted the interactive show and interviewed Heather Lane, the arranger of Bohemian Rhapsody as sung by 2,000 women at the 40th anniversary convention in 2016. Seeing it did prompt me to think that maybe we should delve back into the archives to hear from Heather on the very day of that historic mass performance in Harrogate. So, especially if you missed Sunday's Labs event, this is for you. I'm music category specialist for labs and I also sing tenor with Gem Connection. We've just got phenomenal people within labs. The ladies are incredible and as a music group the music judges looked at it and thought do you know what these ladies can do it and they've absolutely just stepped up to it and learned what is a tricky arrangement but they've gone for it and given it 100% and I can't wait to hear it later today when there's 2,000 people singing it. years old this year it was a number one 40 years ago and it just seemed like a perfect song to do for this 40th anniversary for labs it seemed like all the stars were aligning and that we should put it together and see if see if we could get an arrangement for it there was certainly some trepidation to begin with it is a tough arrangement it's probably the hardest that we've done as a polecat But having said that, um, we did a Harmony College back in May, I think it was, of this year. And we had 200 ladies come along to sing that version. They've taken it back to their choruses. We've also had one of our top quartets, The Mix, ran a special day just on Bohemian Rhapsody to teach it to people and to get people together to sing it. So it's been a real integrated kind of song.
up till that point it had been some notes on a music program to me but when I heard it live for the first time it was just fantastic and the Facebook um, has just gone crazy and it just went viral over like 24 hours or something um, so nearly a hundred thousand people have seen it shared it shared it with a wider audience I think it even got shared by the Freddie Mercury fan club or something on Facebook or the fan club um, picked it up on Facebook and recommended it and that took it to a lot more likes overnight so uh, really phenomenal the ladies are going to be amazing. I was really lucky last night that I was in the auditorium when they sang it twice, once at the start of the live show and once at the end. And so there was about maybe 300, 400 people singing it then and it was amazing. So it's going to be incredible tonight. Led from the stage by the White Rosettes and directed by Sally McLean, what a moment. A 2,000-strong Labs choir singing Bohemian Rhapsody as arranged by Heather Lane of Gem Connection. Well, the following year, I decided to get away from the convention setting and take the Harmony UK podcast out on the road to some of our many fine choruses at their rehearsals around the country. So let's go back to 2017 with a visit to three choruses in the northwest, starting in Warrington. We're in the large hall of a primary school where between 60 and 70 women are just beginning their warm-up before an evening rehearsal. These are the ladies of the Cheshire Chord Company, one of the most successful female a cappella choruses in the country. They've been National Ladies Barbershop Chorus Champion seven times. My name's Jo Braham and I'm the musical director of Cheshire Chord Company. 
We are a very energetic chorus. We like to try and sing, like many choruses, a vast range of music from traditional barbershop right up to modern barbershop to modern pop style. We do a little bit of Motown, we've got a little bit of Elbow, you know, and try to really look at the genre and and see how many different kind of musical styles fit in there and you get a good feel really for how what the chorus likes in terms of how quick they learn it as well And Cheshire Chord have been building a reputation well beyond the world of barbershop. The North Wales Choral Festival, the Llangollen I Steadford, the Pontefract Music Festival, the Majestic Open Choir Festival. Their website states with some pride that in every national contest they've entered, Cheshire Chord has taken either gold, silver or bronze. So among all those contests, all the different musical styles sung by the chorus, how important is barbershop? I think barbershop always has to be there in one form or another. I mean, I think the, the traditional barbershop style always has to remain and it's certainly something that's very dear to me and, um, and, and will remain within Cheshire Coal Company. But it's really nice to diversify and go out to, to other kinds of music, religious music, um, because then, you know, the audiences that you sing to, there's always going to be something in there that they like. I think you have to think about your audiences and the kind of venues you sing at. You know, I think people like to hear things that they're familiar with. They like to hear choral type music, religious music, you know, um, and different styles in the barbershop style. Cheshire Chord was formed in 1993, and some of their singers have built up many years' experience with other choruses and quartets. But they also attract their fair share of novice singers. Caroline Rushton was trained as a chemist and works for a local industrial concern. She joined the bass section of Cheshire Chord in January 2016. A friend of mine, Kath Whitehouse, who's also, um, she's actually the section leader of the bass section. Uh, her son and my son played football together, so we, we spent about three years on the sidelines of football matches um, with Kath telling me all about her adventures with Cheshire Chord and me wishing that I could do it. Uh, and then I kind of realised that actually it was only up to me to, to just do it. So rather than uh, stick doing the things that the kids were doing or my husband was doing, I could actually have something for myself and this is definitely that. It's the community of it. I mean, I, whenever I tell people about it, I describe it as being in the grown-up brownies because there's no airs and graces, there's no titles, um, there's no judgment. Uh, you are who you are, you bring what you bring, and every individual here is just trying to get that little bit better every time that they come to chorus. But it's the friendship and the support. We've been through some terrible times. Uh, we've had terrible things happen to individual chorus members or, or us as a chorus. And uh, we've also shared some incredibly joyous times as well. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's a world away from the world.
Those sentiments about friendship are echoed 20 miles away in Bolton at another of the region's leading choruses. Everyone's like-minded and everyone wants to improve themselves and the camaraderie is fantastic. It's like a big bunch of brothers really as opposed to uh, just the chorus. It is, we've been referred to as the band of brothers and I think it's uh, quite a, a good description. Chris Shepherd and Joe Cunningham, the youngest and oldest members of the Cottontown Chorus. Cottontown have achieved gold at the National British Association of Barbershop Singers Men's Chorus Competition six times since 2005, and they've competed three times at the international competition in the US. But success was a long time coming. Mick Dargan is a former chorus director who's now the assistant to the current MD, Neil Firth. Mick has been singing with Cottontown for 37 years. I was working behind a bar in a local conservative club and they were having a, a lounge opened in the downstairs area that had always been a, a bit of a waste ground uh, up until this point. And Fred Dibner, the local steeplejacking celebrity... The man who blew up chimneys on telly. Uh, didn't blow them up, he pulled them down. I beg your pardon, <laughs> sorry, stand corrected. And he was the guest speaker and the Cottontown Chorus were the guest musical act. I think there were probably about ten of them. And if I'm dead honest, by today's standard, they weren't that fantastic. But boy, I just instantly fell in love with the sound of four-part harmony. I first saw them on the Saturday night. On the Tuesday night, I went and joined a practice. I was taken down by one of my neighbours who just happened to sing with a chorus. And on the Thursday night, so less than a week after I'd first heard them, I was appearing on stage, frontline centre man, in my first sing-out, not knowing any of the songs bar one, and that was Danny Boy, and I only knew that one because We'd spent all Tuesday night learning it on the one practice that I'd attended. Something we don't do these days. People come along and it can take probably five or six months at their chosen speed. If, if somebody wants to learn the entire repertoire in three months, then fantastic. But we've got such a diverse repertoire that it probably takes about five or six months of hard slog from joining us to actually getting to sing on the risers. Rehearsals can be pretty rigorous. This song, an arrangement of Billy Joel's lullaby, is used as a final part of the chorus warm-up, 
On the night that I was there, the chorus spent half an hour perfecting a tag which many of us in other barbershop groups would no doubt have learned, sung and probably dispensed with in about ten minutes. Uh, the musical director of Cottontown Chorus, Neil Firth, explains. We always like to start at the beginning with a tag um, because after the warm-up the, and as part of the warm-up, the important thing so that we have a really good rehearsal is the, the level of detail. So even putting it into something as simple as a tag means that the guys are really, really focused and aiming at a higher level for the rest of the rehearsal. So it really sets the standard and, and that's why we, we take that care. Rigor is a quality that Cottontown and Cheshire Chord share with our third leading Northwestern chorus. In a very spacious rehearsal suite at Marple, a few miles from Stockport, a group of new recruits to Heartbeat Chorus are having their own separate sessions on repertoire and performance skills before they join the start of the main chorus rehearsal. Heartbeat are a member of Sweet Adeline's Region 31. In 2015 they won the regional chorus title for the first time and the following year in Las Vegas they were ranked 19th in the world at the Sweet Adeline's International Contest. impressive for a chorus founded less than 20 years ago where the six original members met to practice in the home of one of the founders. My name is Nancy Kelsall and I'm the musical director of Heartbeat Chorus. It was started by Leslie Carson and she was wonderful, founder director and took the chorus from strength to strength really. She left five years ago and I took over then. We've, we've been about 70, 60, 70 members, but this year we did a recruitment drive. 30 people came to sing with us on a show in Buxton. For, and that was the opportunity for them just to sing one song with us on a show in Buxton. And uh, 15 of them stayed. So, uh, so we're now at about 85, which is amazing. That is incredible and says something about the chorus, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it's got, a, it's got a particular vibe, I think. We make sure it's really friendly, really community-based. We work hard and we get great coaching. But it's really about singing in a group of friends and, and being that nice community as well. The song Cabaret, which Heartbeat performed as part of their winning Region 31 set in 2015. It's a number which could be seen as especially appropriate for one of the chorus's singers. I'm Edith Marie Taylor. I'm retired. I've been a, a dancer and singer since I was 11. I was originally from Blackpool and I was in the Blackpool Town Valley there. And um, my parents, my mother and all my family were theatrical. They were on the stage in Blackpool as well.
given your background with the Tower Ballet and your work in Blackpool and the entertainment business there, what do you think you bring to a chorus like this? Well, hopefully a bit of um, charisma. You know, I like to dance, I like, I love to sing. I think I'm quite a natural mover, hopefully. I don't think age has anything to do with it, really. It's what you are, you know. Age doesn't come into it, I don't think. Edith Marie is 80 years old, but she's by no means the only member of the chorus to have had such an early introduction to performance. I'm Sarah Cole, I'm 27, I've been in barbershop 18 years now. Uh, always with Heartbeat Chorus. I work full-time as a nursery nurse and then in my spare time, barbershop, barbershop, barbershop. I, I, I've just been doing the sums. You must have started singing barbershop when you were nine. Yes, I did. How did that come about? Uh, I actually joined through, my next door neighbour used to be within Heartbeat Chorus and then they went in to make their own new chorus, so. And, and, and how, did, how did the other people sort of take to a nine-year-old in the chorus? Uh, fine, yeah, they all used to say I was mature for my age, so, yeah. What part did you sing? At bass. You were singing bass at nine? Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. And yeah. you're now singing bass with uh, Finesse with the Quartet? Finesse, yes. And on the way to Las Vegas very soon? We are, yes, two weeks tomorrow. We fly out and we will compete on Wednesday the 11th of October. Well, good luck with that. It, it, it is... Quite a demanding thing, isn't it, to appear as a quartet at Sweet Headlines? Tell us about it. It is, really, yeah. So in the semi-finals, you take uh, two songs, and if you make it through to the finals, which Finesse have been in the finals quite a few times, they're currently fourth in the world, um, we will have to do a 20-minute entertainment package. With So we're taking three songs and then the whole talk and the jokes and everything as well. Finesse Quartet, who during a decade of competition were twice Labs champions and four times ranked in the worldwide top ten at Sweet Adeline's International Quartet Finals. And that's nearly it for this third Rewind from Harmony UK podcast, except for one more piece of exciting news which has emerged as I was recording. <laughs> 
The collective, the newly adopted name for Simon Lubkowski's virtual choir, is to record two new songs for their second project. Over 500 people from around 20 countries have already signed up to help record the numbers, revealed as One Voice, a song from Barry Manilow, and Randy Newman's You've Got a Friend in Me from the Toy Story soundtrack. If you'd like to take part, then you have until Sunday, April the 26th, to sign up. Look out for the collective page on Facebook. And we'll play out with the final verse and tag from the 200 voices who made up the virtual choir for the collective's first project, The White Cliffs of Dover. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube at Mr Lub Music, and again you'll find a link on the Harmony UK podcast Facebook page. Until next week, do look after one another, stay safe, and from me, John Beasley, thank you for listening. Yeah.